Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Couch with the real Dr. Jehu, a podcast dedicated to breaking the stigma of mental health, normalizing help seeking, and bringing you tips and tricks for living a thriving holistic life. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a licensed psychologist and host of the show. I'm pumped to bring you raw and real conversations with clinicians, mental health advocates, and people just like you. And it's all without the psychobabble. And just a quick caveat, this podcast is not mental health treatment, and it's not intended to be a substitute for mental health treatment. So you can check out the show notes for resources on finding a therapist in your area. All right, let's get into it. Hey, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Couch. Real quick before we jump into it, just want to make sure that folks are aware of the opportunity to become a Beyond the Couch insider. So super simple, you just go to the show notes, click the quick link and sign up, puts you on the email list, lets you know what's happening within the world of Beyond the Couch. And I absolutely promise that I am not going to blow up your inbox. I really hate that. (laughs) And so I'm not asking you to sign up for something that is just going to become spam in your Gmail. So um, again, that link is in the bio, you can sign up. That's really just where I'm going to share with you what's coming, things that evolve as the podcast evolves, and another way for us to stay connected. All right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about living with intention versus just going through the motions. So I don't know about you, but I hear all the time people saying, let's set an intention, do it with intention. But what does that actually mean? You know, language is really, really powerful, and sometimes I think we use words without fully understanding their meanings or the various ways that our words can be used. So I did a little trusty Google search of the word intention, and here are a few of the definitions that I found. So the first one is a thing that is intended, an aim or a plan. Now, I don't know about you, but I find it pretty obnoxious when a form of the word is used in the definition for the word, right? So I dug in a little bit deeper and found this definition, to have something in mind as a plan or a purpose. And so some of the synonyms are an aim, purpose, objective, goal, target, plan, ambition. Okay, so I can really get down with this, to have something in mind as a plan or purpose. Okay, so now that we have the definition, I want to dive into this idea of living with intention versus going through the motions. And to be honest, because that's what I like to do here, let you know what's truly going on in my head. When people say set an intention or let's put out an intention, it used to hit me sort of funny in this like woo-woo kind of way. And to be honest, I have a really clear memory of someone who would always throw in setting an intention into the most bizarre moments that just didn't seem to fit for me, like in the middle of drinking shenanigans, right? It just seemed to always sneak into conversations, never really hitting the mark for me or making sense as to why they were bringing it in. And so it just hit me funny and I would blow off this idea of intention setting. But as I sit with the definition and set aside some of those previous experiences that turned me off from the practice of intention setting, I've been able to open up to the power of intentions in a really practical sense. And listen, I am not knocking on the spiritual side of intentions at all. That stuff is really dope, but I'm not 
going to go to that in this episode because the me three years ago wasn't ready for that level of digging into intentions, that spiritual side. And so if you're anything like me, you're not there yet either. So what I want to do in this episode today is really dive into intentions, um, what it means, how we can build them, and how we can take action in our life to really infuse intentions in a meaningful way. So to start us off, I want you to really hold this definition of intention in your mind, okay? So the, the definition is to have something in mind as a plan or purpose. It's an aim, purpose, objective, a plan. Okay. So hold that there. Maybe you want to pause the episode and write it down because we're going to come back to it. First, let's talk about going through the motions, right? Because we're comparing and contrasting what it means to live a life full of intention versus just going through the motions. Okay. So maybe you're currently in this state, have been there in the past, or you're feeling yourself starting to slip into the state of simply going through the motions what I like to call a robot state. You're functioning, you're getting things done, the items on your to-do list are getting checked off, bills are getting paid, the kids are fed, laundry is done regularly, and maybe you're even getting solid recognition for your accomplishments at work. Shit, you might have even gotten a promotion. All in all, things are working, yet you're really feeling like something's missing. You're not feeling fully connected to what it is you're doing on the daily Sure, there are spurts of connectivity, joy, vibrance. There's not really anything quote-unquote wrong, but there's just not that buzz, the excitement, or the passionate intensity to your daily actions that you really long for. Does this sound familiar? Listen, I have been there, especially during this pandemic, and sometimes parts of my life feel this way while other parts of my life still have the buzz. What about you? And I I want you to listen to me close. There's nothing wrong with you if you're experiencing this, right? There is nothing wrong if you're experiencing a little bit of this robot state, a little bit of this just going through the motions. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. There is nothing wrong with you. Okay, I see this too often that a slight shift away from how we want to feel or how we want to walk through the world can send folks into a tizzy and into this self-defeating spiral that's totally unnecessary. Friends, not necessary, okay? (laughs) So if you find yourself here, let's really look in the places where you feel like you've shifted into robot mode and away from intention mode. So you're functioning, but going through the motions without that buzz, that excitement, that connectivity. This is where starting to set intentions is really gonna be powerful to get us out of and keep us out of robot mode. Okay, so taking a look back at that definition of intention, to have something in mind as a plan or purpose. So if we're going to look at this practically in our lives, it really is getting at why we are doing what we are doing. What is the deeper meaning, aim, objective, or aspiration behind our actions, our words, and our thoughts? A part of intention setting that I think kind of freaks people out a little bit is this unrealistic idea that once we set an intention, it has to totally overhaul how we're going about our lives. And that's simply not true. Seriously, it doesn't even have to actually change 
the actions that you're taking in your life, right? But what does shift is the mindset and the energy behind why we are taking those actions, why we are using those words, and why we are paying attention to the thoughts we're feeding ourselves daily. Okay, are you, are you really hearing me? This is absolutely not a total overhaul. It's the tiny tweaks that make a big difference. I say it all the time. It's the unsexy actions done consistently over time that create the massive sexy results. Okay, let's break this down a little bit more. You often see people picking a word for the year. There's so much buzz around that at New Year's. People even have bracelets with words on them. Now listen, there is no judgment because I'm wearing one of those bracelets right now. <laughs> but what I think the secret sauce to these, to these yearly words is, is truly knowing how to use that word to create an impact in your life. You really bring that word into existence within your day-to-day. So simply making the word, like picking it out, putting it on the lock screen on your phone, or writing it on the mirror in your bathroom, having it stamped into the bracelet that you wear daily, that isn't going to create the shift and generate the buzz that you're looking for in your life. There has to be an intention behind your intention, right? So there I go using the word in the definition. (laughs) Okay, so you know I'm going to break it down for you. So let's really look at this. How do you want to bring intention into your life to bring that word into existence? I'm not saying that you have to have a word for the year, but let's just roll with that idea for the sake of this example. I'm going to pick joy as the word to use as we walk through this. Coming off of a pretty challenging year, I know a lot of people are feeling down and we've had to do some work with redefining joy in our lives throughout this pandemic. So first, Let's go to the definition of joy. Why? Like we talked about before. With the definition of intention, we really want to understand what the word means and begin to imagine how, in this case, joy can be infused into our lives. All right, so the definition of joy. A feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Dope, okay? So if my word for the year is joy, with that definition, I'm gonna start thinking about all of the things that bring me a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. So in my life, that would be things like playing soccer, having wine on the patio around a fire pit with friends, traveling to explore new cities, going to the theater, watching sports, and simply being outside doing something active. So that first part of using an intention word is beginning to explore in general how to bring more of what you're looking for into your life, right? So in this example, ways to bring in more joy. The next part would be how to bring joy or infuse joy into what's already happening in your life. First, we can bring some something fully in, right? That activity that brings you joy, starting to add that to your calendar. And second, we can stack joy onto what we're already doing. Remember earlier how we talked about robot mode? You're going through the motions in life, you're functioning, you're getting things done. It's not a total shit show. So how can we bring joy or whatever that your intention is into those daily activities? Let's look at a few examples. Laundry, right? (laughs) You're getting it done, but how can we bring joy into that activity? Intentionally bring joy in. Something you can incorporate that brings great pleasure or happiness. A few ideas out of the gate. 
You could listen to music that you love. I always suggest connecting with music from your childhood, your teenage years. Maybe if, if you've been out of college for a while, you go back to some of that college music. There's so many wonderful memories from this time that you'll instantly feel more joy playing the music. And a bonus, <laughs> you could dance while you're doing laundry. You could listen to a podcast or an audiobook. Do you love the fresh air? Open the windows in your house. Or you could go out on your back deck to fold the laundry. Does it bring you great pleasure to have fun with your kids and teach them new things? Maybe you bring them in to help you with the laundry and make a game out of it. You could throw all the socks in a pile and see who can match the most socks the fastest. <laughs> or you could play that music from your childhood and share the stories with your kids or your partner as you work together to fold the laundry. Another example, to-do lists. All right, I'm going to get it going to go on a little tangent here. <laughs> Listen, if you're not making to-do lists, you're doing yourself a disservice. Really trust me here. It is not possible for us to hold all of the things we need to do in our head. Do yourself a favor and start making lists. It doesn't make you weak or weird to make lists. It's a powerful tool that will make your life easier. All right, <laughs> I digress. So what are some ways that we could bring joy into to-do lists? You could write them on some super fun paper, use markers, right? You could create a reward system for completing items on the list. You could even play a fun song or a sound when you check something off. Like right now in my head, I'm imagining a trumpet sound with each check mark where it's like, burr, burr, you know, whatever it is that's going to bring pleasure or happiness or throw a smile on your face. Those are the things connecting joy to the action. Is this making sense? Are you seeing how using that yearly intention word brings a shift to the energy, to the daily actions that you're already doing? Again, you're not doing a total overhaul. You're still getting these things done. There's simply an intentional shift in how you're going about it. Now, like I said earlier, you don't have to have an intention word for the whole year. That's not everyone's jam. And to be honest, this is the first year that I did one of those intention word bracelets. So if you don't have a word, you can still use this process to bring intention into your daily actions. So think about who is it that I want to be? Why is it important to me to engage in these daily activities? How can I bring more of me, my energy, my style, my flavor into these activities, right? It's all about feeling more connected to what it is we're doing in our lives and feeling more connected in the ways that are in alignment with who we are, what's important to us and who we're becoming. So it could really help you to sit down and take the time to answer the questions. So I'll read them to you again. First, who is it that you want to be? Or who is it that I want to be, right? Two, why is it important to me to engage in the daily activities, habits, routines that I have established? And three, how can I bring more of me, more of my energy, my style, my flavor to these activities, habits, and routines? Okay, let's take laundry as another example after exploring the question of who it is I want to be. So let's say you're striving to be a calm, connected, and positive human. How can you apply that to doing laundry? So rather than feeling annoyed by the task at hand or frustrated that all of the laundry has piled up for two weeks, 
You could take five deep breaths before starting the laundry and repeat a positive mantra to yourself as you throw the clothes into the washer. Here, you're connecting with your desire to be calm. As the first load is going, you could think about how you can make some shifts in the way you do laundry that will help you feel more calm, connected, and positive. You could use multiple laundry baskets to pre-sort your clothes as you're done wearing them, right? So instead of just throwing them all in one spot, put the underwear in one, put the darks in one, put the lights in another. You could take the time to arrange your laundry room in a way that makes it easier to access your laundry supplies, right? These actions help reduce the chaos or the frustration and promote calm, that calm person that you're trying to become. Maybe you even bring a few decorations into your laundry space that make you happier and bring calm into that space and that you feel connected to the environment. See, we aren't getting rid of laundry. We aren't overhauling the whole process. We're creating a plan. We're making a few adjustments and connecting to the purpose behind our daily routine and connecting to that sense of who it is that I want to be. I want to be a calm, connected, and positive human. So making a couple of shifts helps move us in alignment with that. So remember that definition of intention, to have something in mind as a plan or a purpose. And it's not just having something in mind, it's holding that plan or purpose front and center in our mind And using it as a sort of filter, we sift our activities and daily actions through. We aren't people who just float through the day, taking shit as it comes. Like you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you were that type of person. (laughs) But it also doesn't mean that we are over controlling our days in an unhealthy way. So what we're doing when we're using intention is we're using the filter to sift through our actions and interactions in a purposeful way that results in effectively aligning ourselves with who we want to be and what is important to us while bringing more of ourselves, our energy, our style, and our flavor to each and every day. That, my friends, (laughs) that is how we combat robot living and start living a life with intention. You can do it with or without that guiding word. (laughs) And the ideas we talked about today are starting points to, to embracing that intentional living. So let me ask you, where can you start making some shifts to be a bit more intentional with your daily activities? Can you dig in a bit more to the intention word you chose for the year? Maybe you're feeling inspired to identify an intention word for the year. Whatever it is that you're feeling, roll with it. Let's see where it takes you. I would absolutely love to hear what your intention word is or the shifts that you're looking to implement. So drop into my DMs on Instagram or tag me in your Instagram stories when you're sharing about your intentional shifts so that I can cheer you on and support you. So here's to living a damn good intentional life. We'll talk soon. All right, friends. Thanks for joining in on another conversation beyond the couch. I'd love to hear your takeaways from today's episode. So if you would, take a screenshot and share it in your Instagram stories. And be sure to tag me at the real Dr. Jehu. I can't wait to connect with you. All right, we'll talk soon.